I'm in here. Hey guys. Hi. We're back. We're back. We're back. I'm back. You're back. You guys, this is my opening song, and this is my bestie again. This is Shamika. Welcome back to the episode of Connecting with Koo. I am so excited to connect with you again. I love my my podcast and I love my podcast team. And today I have my best friend, Shamika. Ooh, I don't need to say your last name, but Shamika. <laughs> Welcome. And Shamika, who are you? Give us an intro, babe. Oh my gosh. I don't even know how to describe myself. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. No. <laughs> it's so much um, to describe. Yes, I'm going to go with, I am Shamika. Yes, a mother of two. Um, I'm in the mortgage field. You know, if you need a pre-approval, come see me, especially in the Atlanta area. I mean, in Georgia area, Florida, and I think two other states. Um, also, uh, I am, I try to vlog. We're still working on it. We'll talk about that later. And, yeah, we'll talk uh, about that a bit later. Yes, and I'm still a fitness person, finding my way back. You know, the pandemic swallowed me, but I'm getting back in there. So if you have questions about fitness, diet tips, motivation, let me know. We'll get into that later as well. But <laughs> as you guys know, welcome back to Connecting with Koo. I am your girl, Koo, of course, and we are here. We're talking to my girl, Shamika, and we're going to go into our pop culture timeline. Let's move on down. You know the best thing to happen this week. I don't know about y'all, but to me, my girl Rihanna is pregnant. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I am especially happy for Rihanna because she has been accused of being pregnant so many different times. That finally, when people were saying she was pregnant this go around, that it actually was true. So, really thrilled for her. I'm very happy for her as well. I don't know enough. People keep trashing ASAP Rocky. I don't know enough about him to trash him. So, I really don't care. As long as Rihanna's happy, I'm happy. That's my all thing, Yeah, my thing is is that um, I think that more people was just saying like she's a breadwinner or so on or so forth. I don't know. But my thing is if you made it as we are still actually making it through the pandemonium. Um <laughs> the panoramic. Okay. If I'm you're making it. it or made it through that with love and you know, it's a you know, happy relationship. I mean, if anything, it taught us that life is too short and that we must live. So, yes, yes for the baby, yes for whoever it is. He don't appear to be like some trifling guy. So he don't appear. She's happy. That's I'm like that's all that matters. If he if she's happy, that's all that matters. Right, and that's how I feel. And she looks so happy. And she's so cute. Oh my god. (laughs) In her stomach, I was like, is she getting massages on her stomach? First, first of all, I wanted to know if she's carrying one or two because the the little Black History post about the pull-up to Black History Month kind of threw me like, she said gang in them, you know? <laughs> so I don't know. Is it two in there? Is it one? I don't know. I don't know. But you know what? 
I'm happy for Rihanna and I'm happy for ASAP Rocky. I don't know a lot about ASAP Rocky, so Same. I'm okay. <laughs> I don't I can't even talk shit about him. People keep saying ASAP Rocky like disgusted. I'm like, why are we disgusted? I don't know. Right. I don't know either. That baby is going that baby head. coming out richer than me. That's all that matters. So next <laughs> on my timeline is Nicki Minaj and the City Girls. People keep asking her why she won't work with the city girls. And she said, um, I don't work with people that don't like me. And it seems like they cleared that up. What do you think about um, artists that are, like, you know, popular and want to work with other popular artists that make, you know, they say things that may not, you know, it seems like Nicki Minaj might have been um, upset about what they said about her. We live in a time where feelings are so important to people. So if they mm-hmm. said some things that maybe hurt her feelings or she took it away or felt disrespected, then I don't blame her. You know, you don't have this industry is filled with many people. You don't have to work with everybody just because we rap and we women. So. Exactly. And I think that's the thing. You made a good point. Just because we're, we rap and we're women, I don't got to work with you. No, I don't, I don't have to rap with you, girl. But they made up what I found out, and you made me aware of that they made they they made up. And the city girls team reached out to Nicki Minaj and said, "Hey, they was young and stupid." <laughs> and to me, that sounds like they still like you still want to work with Nicki Minaj, right? But they're moving forward, and that's all that that all that matters they moving forward they had their conversation I'm glad that they have had a conversation versus going through life and never had a conversation could have missed out on opportunities you know maybe they don't want to work together but a, another artist may want to work with them at the same time so you don't want to miss out on those opportunities yeah I agree I feel like if I was in the city girls position even if I don't like her Nicki Minaj is she has such a fan, a fan, fan. <laughs> she has such a fan base that, like, I the barbs don't play. Even finally, sorry. <laughs> yeah, the barbs don't play. They don't play about that. <laughs> the barbs music. will attack you no matter what. So, the city girls apparently apologize. Is what I'm hearing, and I don't know if there's a project coming. But Nicki Minaj said, you know, cool. Like she gave a very Sagittarius like answer. Well, she you said, would know. <laughs> I'm a Sagittarius. She said, "Cool." <laughs> she ain't gonna give them everything because you betrayed me, bitches. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I am a Nicki Minaj stand, and I do not play about the way people do me. <laughs> it takes a lot. I say, oh, "Okay," <laughs> before I say, "I love you back." But next on the timeline, we got Kanye West and Ken Kenye. I call her Kenye. Oh, that's Kim. Oh, so much going on with the kids. Oh my God, it gets dirty every day. Like I think even today he was saying talking about his black children. Now these children are your black children. I don't know how to feel. I was on his side at first. But now it feels, I'm riding it feels the bench. performative and it feels, I feel uncomfortable. Yeah, it feels like a motive is behind it. I know he got the album coming out soon. I don't know if he's mm-hmm. doing this for publicity. 
I don't know, but I, I don't know. Kanye is one of those family members that he's related to you, and sometimes you just like you hate to say he's your cousin. Um, and so for me, I'm saying that I've loved Kanye when he first came out. I don't always agree with what he do or what he say, but I still have you know, I still have love for Kanye that something about his music still just moves me. Me too. Like I listen to all of the lights. I every time I feel like a special moment, that's oh, that's I'm a saying. great song. Some of everything is in that song. <laughs> like that's I'd a be great like, turn up the lights in here, baby. Yeah. You got Alicia Keys just hitting a note in that song and then gave her credit. Yeah. <laughs> like all she did was yeah, yeah. <laughs> Y'all didn't know that was her doing that in the background. Mm-hmm. And it, that's how much me and my friends love music. The fact that we know that the background, <laughs> I, we study music, y'all. Yes, and I you don't say it a lot, but I love music. So me not liking Kanye West is hard because I love um my beautiful dark. Oh, Twisted Fantasies one. is one of my favorite albums of all time. I can listen College to College Dropout for me. Like, I'll just never forget how I felt when I yeah. listened to that album. So, you know. So to see him doing the things he does now is just weird. And it's like, it reminds me that um, it doesn't matter how talented you are. Your insecurities can always prevail. Absolutely. Because he is so talented. That man knows how to create a masterpiece. And he does not trust that. And um, I I think that he thinks that these theatrics help him. And I don't think he should. Right. Yeah, and I don't know either. You know, um, my mister is a big future friend. And, you know... <gasps> One of his theories is, you know, Kanye is coming out within his next album and Future is producing it. Yeah. And he's so it's like, you know, Future got that persona with all the, they always, you know, put him with the, all the baby mamas and, you know, they always compare him to Russell Wilson, like, mm-hmm. um, just because of him and Sierra's past. And so it's like, is Kanye trying to do all this because of, the baby mama stuff, like, I don't know. I don't know what to take of it yet. I'm just waiting on the music. I'm wondering, <laughs> like, I know he loves his kids, but I want to know, is this legit or are you trying to promote a, a project? Yes, and it's like, we we really don't know them as parents. Like, as much as we can see them with their kids, we don't know them as parents. We don't know Kim. We don't know if Kim really keeps trying to keep the kids away from him. And, you know, like, I don't even know. Like, again, it's like, dang, I'll probably keep my kids away from Kanye, too. Like, yeah, they got to be supervised. I don't know. You just don't never know what his motive. So, I don't know. I just, again, I'm going back to Kanye is that cousin that I love to hate. Um, Kanye is that cousin that you love to hate. Great way to say it. <laughs> I love me some Kanye, but he is being the cousin. It's like, I don't know you right now. Right, like, uh, like yeah, I want to say that's wanna my look cousin. You don't want to look at them at the party, but yeah, you know, right? Lit, like, you want to be in that section, but damn, <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, he's definitely one of those cousins right now that if I don't talk to them, him right now, I'll have you know, it's okay. I'm good so with what that. do you think about him wanting them at the game? So when I saw the crowd that would be at the game, it's a it's the baby and a whole bunch of dudes and men and like ski masks. What game? Said, like a basketball game? Yes. They was here. Well, I would say that given the fact that Jalen's probably been at a game since she was like four weeks old. And okay. it might not want all dudes there, but she was at a game at four weeks old. Um, and always been at games where it's probably been all dudes because her dad played basketball. So I don't mind because basketball is really like a, a family family game. It's not like, oh, it's a grown-up game. So Okay. I'm not being on sports, so I understand why he wanted his kids there. But he's not a player. And I saw the crowd, and I did say that I agree with Chris. For the one time, I agree I agree with, uh, uh, what's her goddamn name? <laughs> Kim? Kim, yes. <laughs> Which one of them were we talking about today? They, they take up so much of social media. It's crazy. Yes, girl, I'm about to Chris, unfollow that. I said, I swear, like, Chris is the mother of social media. She is. She orchestrates all of this stuff. And you know what? I recently saw that she is not opposed to being on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. That I will be here for. Oh, yeah. I will definitely be <laughs> here for that. Yeah. So next up on my timeline is the M-E-T-H-O-D man. Woo! Is gracing the cover <laughs> of Essence magazine. Oh, he brought it to life. And I feel Girl. like he has waited for this moment all of his life. I said, oh, my. Now, <laughs> you talk about memes. It was one that said. If he I was... a lot of meeting in pants. <laughs> I didn't pay attention to that. Oh, uh, you oh. know. Oh, maybe I... that's just me. I'm being mannish. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't know. He's just a really, like, you know, that's the kind of sugar daddy that I would you know, we'll want. <laughs> I don't want that kind of sugar daddy. When I talk about sugar daddies, that's the one I want. You know? That's the sugar, and he can get some sugar. That's the daddy I want. Okay? Um. Yes. One thing that um I saw that Met the Man said on that cover was that um, let me find it. He was saying that um he was really, you know, really excited because there was times where he felt like they didn't want him in certain spaces or mm -hmm. he never was included. And I just really, you know, found that very, to, you know, find it very to stand out given his career, you know, mm -hmm. that, um, and, you know, and I feel like at some point Method Man and Red Man kind of like, fell off like where did they, they go they they went out of nowhere and I think it was because he thought that he needed to be a duo and I'm happy yeah. that now he understands that he doesn't need to be met the man and red man he can do things on his own right this was what he said he said I always felt like I wasn't enough I've been mm. told that from the gate you don't belong here and um sometimes even without words and it's like Wow, when he said sometimes even without 
words, like being told like you don't belong here. Have you ever felt like had that glaring feeling of like, hey, people are making me feel like I don't belong here. Like, you know, to hear that come from him, I was like, wow, that really took me back. Like, Mm. that was, you know, that took me back. Like, dang, Method Man feeling like that? Exactly. And I'm happy that, but I'm so happy. Like, people keep, this is one thing I want to say. People always say something about 50 Cent and his shows and how they aren't this and they aren't that. But he is creating a lane for black actresses and black actors that nobody else is creating. Nobody else is giving them a lane. Nobody else would have given Method Man that lane. Even Red Man with his, you know, small cameos in power right now. Yeah. 50 Cent, he needs to have a big salute. Because he is creating shows that people are watching and enjoying. He's another cousin, though, <laughs> that I love, <laughs> have a love-hate relationship with. <laughs> oh, what's the cousin that you have a love-hate relationship with? Con- that. Well, you know it's Kanye, and now it's 50 Cent. <laughs> 50 Cent is the biggest troll on social media, like, number, number one. You know, he is still going after that girl. For the money she owes, like you know, she ain't got it. Just, just let her have an IOU, you know. So while we talking about cousins, let's talk about our girl Whoopi Goldberg. Ooh, we baby, and I'm not canceling Whoopi before we We even get into. (laughs) I'm sorry, I can't say what I want to say all the way because I'm not getting connected with who canceled. (laughs) But what I'm gonna say is, no, no. No, she is all the way still here in my book. Gone and watch the color of purple this probably this month for Black History Month. Gonna watch the musical, but um, no, um, I ain't canceling Whoopi. <laughs> this no. new, we gonna go into the uh new color purple in a second, but what I'm saying is, Auntie Whoopi ain't going nowhere. We can educate people. What she said was the Holocaust was not about race. But my thing was, when you think about what we went through, this is why I'm going to go into my bag for a second. Go it's into your bag, girl. Let me hop into my uh, <laughs> my little bag. <laughs> Our thing, with what we went through with slavery was about race. They literally based it off of our skin color. And that was our race. Absolutely. They didn't care what part of Africa we came from. You black. So for Auntie Oprah, um, Auntie Whoopi to say, yeah, it's not about race. But that's where she came from. She doesn't understand race as a social construct. She looked at it as a color construct. Which in in which and you know in today's time and forever time when it comes to our race is that's why it's portrayed that way because yeah you know when we <laughs> I think I told you when you're applying on a job application there doesn't say are you you know what is your race is it Jew like Jew is not an option on there so no. I get where she's coming from but a black slash African American uh, is okay. on here German German ain't an option yeah German is not an option but shoot I even think Alaskan is an option you know yeah. so <laughs> um I I totally get it you know I think 
when you think of the Holocaust, you know, one big thing stands out is Hitler, of course, and all the people, um, you know, that died and everything and children and stuff. But, you, you know, we don't really, we we learn that aspect of, you know, the Germans and the Jews, but it's not really taught to us like it's a race. It's almost come to us as a religion more so than anything. Exactly. The way they think about God is the thing that we've been taught. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. And I I was like, when she said it, I was like, oh, she wrong? I honestly, I did not think of the Holocaust as a racial issue. No, I didn't either. But I'm glad. Look, I, honestly, I'm glad Whoopi said it. Because. And Whoopi said, she was like, you know, I'm learning. I did not think that that was a racial issue. <laughs> And I'm learning now that it's about race. Because y'all based up a, us right. off of color, no matter what. That's not right. Yeah. Like, and that's like, y'all cannot pick and choose what's race and what's not. Right. Absolutely. And to, for her to get suspended because of that, no. She apologized. And, and I'm all- thing is, somebody <laughs> said, we not, we not, um, a cancer auntie whoopee so moving forward right <laughs> nope ain't won't nope nope Not happening. <laughs> thank no. y'all for trying <laughs> since we're talking about auntie whoopee let's talk about the reinsurgence of the color purple oh my god you know fantasia taraji are two people that is about to turn the color purple out I think so as well. And Danielle Brooks will be um, Sophie. Um, not Sophie. Um, what's her name? Uh, Nettie. Oh, yeah, Miss Sophia. Uh, oh, yeah. And, and yeah. Um, her will be Queek, uh, Squeak. And then um, it's a bunch of people. I just can't keep them together. This is an all-star cast. And I'm so excited to see them, you know, bring the stage play to life. That's going to be beautiful. I'm just ready. How do you feel about it? Um, I definitely am ready for it. Color Purple, it's near and dear to my heart because it was one of my mom's favorite movies. And we yeah. probably watched it over a million times. So I am looking forward to Taraji tearing up, um, seeing God is trying to tell you something. I know she's about to Listen, do it. She <laughs> is about to. I said, listen here, all the time that she has been snuffed for Oscar, I said, Taraji is about to say, snuff me now. I know Taraji is about to dig deep for this. I can feel it. Her, Danielle Brooks, and Fantasia are about to dig deep into these roles. Yeah, because you know Fantasia kicked her shoes off at her her performance. Yeah, but you know they, you know that um Fantasia and Danielle did this on the stage play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they already know what to do. Mm-hmm. And I am so happy that Oprah is allowing them to get this big recognition for what they did already. Yes, yes. I'm so happy, and I'm so excited to see her and Squeak. Yes, and Hallie, Hallie and Bailey. Hallie yes. Bailey will be yes. um, young Nettie. Yes. 
Um, and I'm never really we have well we seen her acting a couple of what grownish and stuff. Well, but, you um, know, her big thing is about to be yeah, know, Little Mermaid. Mermaid is almost done. They're saying. I'm really looking forward to that because I know she's gonna do really well in that because she's probably and the, the only same one that producers can that did um and Encanto, which I love. We don't talk about Bruno. Hey, that's a bop. <laughs> Listen, that's a whole. And the crazy bop. part is, do you know that's the number one song in the U.S. right now? I believe, and they it. did not submit for the Oscars. Oh my god! So the oh movie, my god, it's the number one song in the in America. We don't talk about Bruno. It's number one, and they cannot win an Oscar for it because they didn't think Encanto would get this big, right? So they won't win an Oscar. That fucking sucks. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that why do I have to submit if my song is great? Well, you know they gotta submit it. That's just how they do with the Grammys as well. Yeah. So you don't so, submit your album, you won't get considered. Moving forward, another thing that I thought was very interesting is our girl Kiki Sheard does not let the girls stay at her house. Oh, I, I just was talking about this. So let me tell you guys, if you do not know, Kiki Era <laughs> does not let the girls, Kiki Era Sheard, she is Karen Clark, she is daughter, does not let her friends stay at her house. She will get them a room, but you ain't staying in the same house as my man. It it kind of, it's some boundaries there. I'm going to go with the boundaries. I'm going to go with the upbringing. And I'm going to go with uh, maybe the old wives' tale. Like, you know, grandparents probably, grandma and them going to probably say, like, don't you let no one be up in your house. You know, don't don't have all the women up in your house. If you're old school, you don't heard that before. But I don't think that it comes from a place like, just imagine in her field how many girlfriends she may have. Mm-hmm. Now, is she talking about a close friend? Like, you know, I would say, like, y'all could come stay at my house. But mm-hmm. some of my other good girlfriends, I'm like, like no, my man up in there sleeping. You know, so, you know. I get I, it. And that's what I was thinking, you know, not to interrupt. But yeah, I feel like my thing is there are boundaries. Like, if I have a when, not if, <laughs> When I have my husband, if you come to town, you're definitely not going to no hotel. Never. But, you know, some people may not need to stay in my home. But this is my thing. If you looking at her, you ain't got to look at her in our house. Because my thing is, we're going to be kicking it all weekend. She came to visit us. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go to brunch. We're going to go to dinner. So if her ass is fat, her ass is fat in the house. Her ass is fat at brunch. Her ass is fat everywhere. Listen, we have a friend with big boobs. If my husband don't notice her big <laughs> then, then hey, I'm not gonna be mad at him for looking at her big ass, her big ass titties because I'm gonna lay my head on them at one point. So okay. Then. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, you know, it really, you know, will I let some new girlfriends come stay at my house? Absolutely not. Will mm-hmm. I let some of my closest friends that I've known over 10 years plus 
Of course. So it just really, it, for me, it goes, who is it? You know? Who is yeah, it? who is it? And my thing is, and that's what I said in this group. I said, eyes do not only wander in the house. <laughs> right. Absolutely. If and you, I, and I, that goes if for you cannot boys, trust too. your man or your friend, it's bigger than being at the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I don't think her man would trust her man. If you go, if you gonna fall that quick, the nigga, you ain't my nigga. Yeah, I don't even think it has anything to do with her nigga folding. It's just, it's really honestly all the respect of your man too. Like my man worked a lot. Do but I want a whole did, bunch of people did, spending night? Did you see what she said though? I, I just kind of went off the headlines. I wanted to read it because I did see that she did. You respond. should listen to what she said. Like, it wasn't about, like, he's tired. She just was like, you know, I don't want you walking around pajamas and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, girl. I get it. Because I don't know if you watch Real Housewives of Potomac, but when they go on a couple's trips. You do the women be dressing very provocative, you know? Like, so it's like, and then you know, it comes with trusting your man. So I was like, exactly. Okay. All of it boils down to if I trust you, I trust you. Right. So, so I feel like I get what Kiara is saying, but if you can't trust him, if you're going to go to brunch with the same girl tomorrow morning, it doesn't matter. Cause but I think that to- if my girls came to my house, Y'all ain't wearing no lingerie around now. Hell no, never. <laughs> no, if I ain't having lingerie anyway. Well, yeah, we we seen your nightgown. Shamika, don't <laughs> do that. <laughs> but anywho, I feel like this is my last uh, comment on it. I feel like eyes just don't wander in the bedroom. Eyes wander anywhere. If he thinks she's fine. Eyes also don't wonder because she got on lingerie. A person can look amazing in a pair of jeans. Mm, absolutely. At the brunch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. If you don't trust your man, you don't trust your man. Yeah. I don't know Maybe. what that's all about. She probably could have kept that comment to herself, but she should have shut up. But I feel her. Like everybody ain't welcome to spend a night here. That's just that. <laughs> that's, um, listen. <laughs> that's just that. Everybody is not. Welcome to spending out here in anybody in security. It's just like, ah, uh, no. We don't need all that. And, and you know, sometimes, like, um, my friends, I have a lot of my friends have men. I honestly don't even feel comfortable wanting to spend the night at my friend. Like, I'd rather go get a room. Unless oh. y'all really got me a little nice oh, guest me- room suite. You so. know not me, Shamika. You know mm-hmm. I'm a spend the nighter. I know. I know you don't I'm care. I'm a spinning night bag <laughs> all the time. I like I would be offended if somebody told me I had to go get a room. Like I'm paying <laughs> for it. What the fuck? I'm like I'm gonna tell you the next time you come here, guys. You gotta go get a room. It's my down. And I'm gonna be like, what the? I'm like, I'm gonna find me a flight because this is not. <laughs> what <I do> <laughs> but you also trust me. You know that I don't. You know, we good. And I yeah. feel like if you can't trust the person, the house is not all the the only place where indiscretions can happen. No. Girl, the way that social media is set up, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. They can be inboxing anything. Snapchat. 
Listen, if I gotta worry about you, I'm I'm not gonna lose no sleep worrying about you not trusting you. You know, like that's just it. It is what it is. You gonna do what you want to do. Point blank. Exactamundo. <laughs> So I have two more things on my timeline. Oh, the timeline was heavy. The timeline heavy because it's been a minute. (laughs) So you're going to have to bear with me, best. I see. The HR (laughs) recruiter scandal. Wow. That's all I can say. For you guys that do not know, there was an HR recruiter that said, this job is available for 130K. I'm not going to read it verbatim. She said, but she asked for 85K, and that's what I gave her because I do not have the bandwidth to teach a person how to ask for what they deserve. She has been fired since then. The person that she did not give that money to got what they deserved and was hired. What do you think, Nick? Um... I agree. Um, no, I mean, I agree with the fact that she should be fired. I do too. That's what I should say. She should be fired um, because I feel so like people... I listened to a podcast. Not to okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I listened to a podcast that said it took six seconds. He said, I'm going to time it. I'm going I'm to time how long it would have took and said, hey, sis, you're downgrading yourself. This is how much the job pays. <laughs> he said it took me six seconds to say that. Absolutely. And I feel like if a person came with a good resume, the resume does the talking most of the time. Mm-hmm. So if I come with a good resume, you know I'm qualified for this job. At some point, I'm partially probably overqualified for the, for the position or I'm a great fit. They pay me what I'm owed. So be like, oh, the you know the minimum salary is this but we can bump you up to this how does that sound you know uh it could have been so many different ways when you saw the person was lowballing themselves mm-hmm. um but let's take this as a learning lesson when you're applying for jobs always just google what does this position pay you know what is this exactly position? so we can play devil's advocate because for myself I've lowballed myself, but that post did make me understand, like, I'm in the job market right now, and I've been shooting high, because I'd be damned if a person do me like how that girl did me. Right. Absolutely. And she lost her job because her company said, we do not advocate for that. We let people tell the full, there is no... There's no policy saying you cannot tell the full job opportunity or what it if it what it offers. Right, absolutely. I said she should be embarrassed. She really should, but um, you know, it goes with that. Everybody, what they say, everybody ain't kinfolk. How does the saying go? All skin folk ain't kinfolk. There we go. There you have it. <laughs> All this skin folk ain't kinfolk. So there you go. And so you would have thought she would have looked out for our sis, but she didn't. Yeah. And lost her goddamn job. Wow. Hey, you know, I'm a big advocate of karma. She got what she was supposed to get. 
Did we talk about Nicki Minaj and the, sk- the City Girls? Yes, we did. Okay. So then we're going to move on forward to um, my uh, black spotlight. I want to spotlight this girl named Sakai Wright. She's okay. a gymnast for UCLA. Have you seen her sprint or? Oh my God, it was so good. And the she music so choices good. was so good. But let's just say it was the afro for me. It, it, was, the, it was the fist pump for me at the end. Oh my God, it was everything. Just everything. She did it. And I love that. I think that UCLA has been... I've been a part, I've not been a part of gymnastics. I've never done it. But there's something that I follow a lot since I've been a kid. I just, I'm silent about it because everything I'm a part of, I don't talk about. Believe oh, it. Oh, we know. We know. <laughs> Shut up, mate. <laughs> but she is amazing. Tens, yeah. they gave her all tens. Yes, she is like the one girl. Was it last year? The year before yeah. last? And she's UCLA too. Yes, 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 yes. And All kind of black girl magic going on over there. That's <laughs> and the, the 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 woman that's over UCLA said, "I will not limit my girls." I'll be one. I'll be one. I want to hug her when she said that. Like, yes, you can be a little chunky. You can be a little thick. You don't got to put your hair into a slick ponytail. I love that. Yes, you don't have to look a certain look anymore. I was just telling my little cousin that because she's she's been getting tapped too crazy. She's only nineteen, and she's like, "Well, I looked up and see like the field that I want to go into if it's okay." And I was like, "Well, you know, people a lot of companies are being more open to tattoos, color hair. It just you know depends on what you're gonna do. So never limit yourself or who you really want to be because of a career." Exactly. And I love the fact that they're giving them the opportunity to be who they want to be and then still sticking it and still doing amazing things. Right. Well, that's the last thing on my um, pop culture timeline. Do you have anything that you wanted to touch on, Meek? I don't believe so. I don't have anything. It's been a a quite a doozy out there. <laughs> it's a, it's always a doozy of a week, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> you never know when things will change. Absolutely. But let's get into let's interview who you are oh, and why Lord. you're here. You are one of my closest friends, but I also wanted you here because you also look into manifesting and things like that as a part of who you are. Absolutely. And I wanted to start the year off with people who manifest and make things happen and I want you to tell the people a little bit about who you are and then we'll go into how you manifested where you are now um let's see who am I again I hate describing myself Um, (laughs) I'm not ready for this cool <laughs> i gave you uh, ample time you did you gave me my outline but i'm still not yeah. ready oh gosh um i guess one would dim a light and say i'm a very positive person overall mm-hmm. um i always try to see the light in everything mm-hmm. um and I'm always big for when you have those moments in life where it may get you down. That you have your moment, but don't stay in your moment. You know, exactly. 
push on the next get up and push on the next day so um and I just always have big dreams aspire for big things and I do like I'm just okay with the simple things in life but they're big to me you know so yeah it's simple and big yeah simple and big and, and y'all I think you my friends would say I'm very particular about things so yeah you are <laughs> uh, whatever <laughs> You yes. didn't play. No. You didn't play. <laughs> but yeah. what I wanted to, one of the main reasons, you guys, that I wanted to have my friend Shamika on here is because Shamika is very particular about her life and she's very particular about the things that she wants. So, in particular, she moved out of the state from um, Wisconsin. And she also, you know, decided that last year was going to be the year that she would meet a man that she loved. And she manifested that, and she is also in love. And I wanted to talk to her a lot about what it means to manifest the things that you want. So what does that look like when you manifest the things that you wanted in your life? Oh, my gosh. Just hearing you say that and thinking about it, um, it be feeling like a dream come true every day. Mm-hmm. Um and it, it feels it feels really good when you sit down and you think about how far we come in life. What it you feels have good been to hear you through. talk about it. You know, it's just, it, what you've been through, what people have seen you go through, and to really be at a place where you like, you know what? I got it going on. I'm really happy at the moment with everything you got. You got <laughs> Yes, that was a bad one. (laughs) Sorry, it's hard. We still shake him off. Um, (laughs) But um, no, seriously, like it it really, it really is. Like sometimes when people say I'll pinch myself, sometimes I really be like, oh my gosh, this is this is just wow to me. Like really wow to me. Like moving to Georgia. It still has not set on to me that I live here, although I live here and I'm very much used to it now. Um, it's still just like, I feel like I got to go back to Milwaukee. Like, it just really don't feel like, you know, it's home. Even my baby was like, we, we don't got nothing back there anymore. Like, this is home now. So, um, it is. It's, it's, it's truly amazing. It is truly a gift from God it is you know a blessing from the universe it's all of that right now so what does that mean so Mm -hmm. when we talk about manifesting how do you start to hone in on making sure that this is going to be something that you did I I'm gonna start back because it go back years like this Mm -hmm. wasn't something like oh I want to wake up I want to move to Georgia it's hopping it's I've been wanting to move to Georgia for years. Um, there was a, my cousins have some cousins that I'm really close with moved here, I want to say, in 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, and then prior to them moving here, I think we have traveled here a couple of times, but we were on some young, drunk, fun birthday times or however times we came. Um, it was really fun. But when I tried to come here and when my cousins moved here, they moved into kind of like a predominantly rich area, um, Alpharetta, Georgia. And I spent a weekend with them. Mm-hmm. And it just opened my eyes to another like life that I never knew existed 
wow. that black people live like this. Like it was like right that black people can live in luxury. Yes, like what? When I went to Nikki House, I'm, I'm <laughs> you blessing her out. Yeah, you blessing her. This, <laughs> this is life. The neighborhood, like it was just like the it's neighborhood, the schools, their kids. You decided to do that, and I'm, I'm I wanted to share that with my listeners. Yeah, so that really what kicked it off for me. Um, mm-hmm. And then, y'all know, if you follow me or you know me, I've dated a lot. And mm-hmm. so, there was a time I came down here and I met a guy, mm-hmm. and uh, we had like a little date weekend. That's a story for another time. But anyway, we'll do another connect with Coop Park too. <laughs> Anywho, he um when I were that moment I was leaving um the airport to go back home, it was like a feeling came over me like like I was leaving home and I was like this sounds if you know when you leave home, it just it just felt like I was leaving home and I was like I gotta get back. But my girls were really young at the time and I co parent with their dad really well. So it was just like I wasn't about ready for that fight to snatch the girls away from him and just move like I wasn't ready for that fight so um I had to plan it so I was like you know what they'll be such and such age when a year 22 um year 22 year 23 I think yeah was what I was looking at because I was looking at either I needed to be out of there before Jalen became a freshman in high school or the the final would be that when Jordan goes to high school as a freshman, we had to absolutely be out of here. I had a few friends that lived here, and they was like, what? You going to wait till then? No, I think you can make it happen before then. I was like, you think so? It was like, yeah, I think so. So I'm like, okay, I don't know how it's going to make it happen, but I'm going to make it happen. Um, So, um, you know, we had our little downtime pandemic. I really took that time to save, save, save. Still wasn't looking to make it happen like that but I was making it happen we were getting up out of here I couldn't take another winter I could not um we it's so weird we live like in a suburban area so it's like you <laughs> hear Cyrus like that over here it's just so peace and quiet like dang I can hear myself think and it's like um like we really I didn't even live in a hood like that in Milwaukee you know I live in mm-hmm. a, a kind of an urban area but I'm like Hey, you know, we moved from there to here. It's like it's it's really amazing or whatever. So do you feel like do you feel like accomplishing what you Oh my God, you know what? I I didn't feel accomplished because once you hit a goal for me, it's like what's next? Yeah. What are we working on next? That's why I'm asking you that because I know you as (laughs) friends. Like, do you feel accomplished? Because your ass be ready for the next move. But what happened was um really a moment that made me feel like accomplished is that I had um, a TV installed mounted on the wall and it was was a random guy that I found on this app called Nextdoor or whatever that's how I've been learning my little city and um, I found him on Nextdoor and he came and installed the TV so he comes in the house and he's quiet but you know he's giving a small chit chat and all that and um, he was like um he was like, um, it was something that I kind of just slipped up and said, because it was something out of place or something like that. And I, I mentioned how, the housekeeper. 
And he was like, I was like, oh, my bad, no. He was like, you know what? You got a lovely home. He was like, you and your guy is doing it. And it never Period. dawned on me that we Period. were doing it until, like, some random guy comes to the home and he's like, this, your home is beautiful. Y'all have a really nice home. And that's when it dawned on me, like, gosh, we really are. Yeah, yeah, I do feel accomplished, you know, like, we're really doing it. Like, it's, And it's not even done, but it's like, okay, I'll accept it because I never give myself credit. So, like, he really made me think about in think about like yeah we are and then like um that's the other part of it too is that when I met my boyfriend um I didn't realize that when we met um I journaled about him a lot too in the beginning of our journal I mean in the beginning of our dating and I literally around New Year's I was going through my journal and I found a piece of what I wrote about him I wrote about him and us making goals like I was like oh my god thank you god because you know I'm when it comes to manifest manifestation I'm big on thanking the universe god and my ancestors yeah you know yeah and so um yes I I thank god like I was like thank you god for trusting me with his heart and I was like thank you for bringing someone into my life that is make it's on the same page as me it's it is very rare you meet a guy and, and so y'all talk about things like you like you want to do this or oh, you want to do that oh we can make this happen or we can do this or whatever and and it's also somebody that is behind you that is believing in you and pushing you and even when the days you don't feel like yourself they're still believing you they're pushing you so that is a very important piece of it um but in the in the journal excerpt i wrote that you know, we mm-hmm. are making goals together, and mm-hmm. um, it's just it's just so amazing to make goals with somebody like this. This is two, Come three on. weeks, two, three oh. weeks in in a relationship. <laughs> it was two, three weeks in the relationship, and when I read it and I it's sent it to him, and he was like, "Dang, we really made all those goals happen." I'm like, we did that he's like we only didn't make one goal happen and that was the proposal so y'all stay tuned but <laughs> oh yeah stay tuned because i'm stay gonna be a tuned. bridesmaid but i wanted to bring you back on because we talked this time last year and i wanted my guests not my guests my listeners to <laughs> see the difference and how you wanted to manifest so much last year and how things can come into fruition. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we talked about um, the good list that I still yeah. do. Yeah. My, I don't know about you, look, people that were listening last year, if you made your good list, if you looked over your good list of everything. But that good list is another way of saying thank you. And it is very important that you show gratitude in everything that you manifest, you pray for, you work for, that you show gratitude for it, you know? Yeah. Exactly. And you write it down and you go back to that list and mm-hmm. you be, you know, thankful again. So um, so I, I hope everybody got that good list for 2022 popping. I have mine. Um, my 2021 list was, two pages this time around and you know what 
again, I don't even have my journal in front of me, guys. Don't kill me. But if you want to know, I could just screenshot and show you guys. But and she can share it to the group. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to also touch on the fact that manifestation is so strong. So one of the things that I manifested, manifested, sorry, one of the things that I manifested is for things that do not serve me to be removed from my life. And you cannot control what that means. You, you know, you cannot. And I'm glad you said that because, you know, we have a lot of conversations all the time. Yeah. And one of the things is I told you, like, I don't pray for patience. No, I stopped paying for patience years ago. You told me this <laughs> right when I prayed for it. You told me I was like, "Guess what, me? I'm praying for. It. I'm manifesting patience." You was like, "No, don't do it. Don't do you it." You told me right when I did it. I was like, "Blank." You was like, "What you been manifesting, boo?" And I said, "Manifesting patience." You was like, "No, <laughs> don't do it." If your patience he was is like, thin. God is about to test the hell out of you, and he. Is I was like, no, Meek, that's not what that means. He was like, yes, it does. And listen here, my life flips upside down. <laughs> yes, I forgot. Meek was like, you no asked for that. Mm-mm, mm-mm, you cannot. Oh, my patient is fine. I have, I have very great patience with this. So, what I want to tell you guys is, when you manifest things, I also manifested. So, these are two things that flipped on me. So I want to, Shamika manifested a great thing, and I'm so happy for her. My manifestation actually twisted and changed my life in a way that I'm uncomfortable. One of the things that I manifested for months was, God, please give me things in the universe. Please give me things that no longer serve me. And give me patience. And when I tell you my life does not look the same as it did last year, it does not look the same as it did last year. Shamika was like, I told you not to say that. But it, it's living proof that the universe will deliver. Yes. But it does not look the way we think it looks. It may not come like that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if you are, you know, big into your Bible, you might not always believe in manifesting or, you know, mm-hmm. spiritual realm of things. It's even in the Bible. Yeah. You know, you're going to answer to whatever you say. So you always have to be mindful Words of what you say. You know, you're going to answer to it one way or another. You know, like, if you say, I'm tired, I'm tired. You're constantly saying, I'm tired. You're speaking, I'm tired over your life. If you're saying, um, you know, I'm going to do it tomorrow. Guess what? Tomorrow's going to come and you're going to do it again tomorrow. You know, you really, if you're complaining about things, Guess what? You're going to become a complainer all the time. Yep. You really have to watch what you say um, mm-hmm. because you become those things. And then you're thinking it and you draw that hey, energy you taught, you into you, you. You, you know, like, when I tell you, you be asking me now, like, what did you say? And I'd be like, I said this. You'd be like, no, Jocelyn. it's like because people don't understand that words are literally spells. Yeah, they are. <laughs> The things that you say, you cannot believe in it. And I'm not trying to make nobody believe in it. But the things that you say really can come into fruition. And I am a person that is ha- that's happening to me right now. I'm like, I hate this job. You know, I'm over here like, God, you know, if this job does not serve me, remove it from my life. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And guess what? The universe period. <laughs> <laughs> Pooh. <laughs> period, boo. Thank you. Never mind. <laughs> Don't figure it but out. Just be careful with what you say to the universe and make sure you mean it. Yeah, but even if you said, you know, this job does no longer serve me, but I'm still just working this job. Sometimes that job, yeah, that sometimes that job can be removed in a way that you didn't want it to be, just so you can get out your own way. And sometimes that happens too. And it did move on my way. I have so many good things coming out. There's so many people in my coaching group. Thank y'all for being in my coaching group. I appreciate y'all. Um, the coaching group is at 42 people now. And okay. I, I am so excited about that. You know, connecting with Kuhu. It's still doing well. TV chat. T, uh, Shamika is an admin. TV chat still doing great. You know, I'm just proud of the things that I've done, you know, outside of corporate, outside of some company telling me I'm successful. Absolutely. Kudos, cuckoo. So I, I, one thing that I can say is I am so proud of myself outside of a corporate agenda. And you know what? I just read a post about something. I'm glad you say you're so proud of yourself because mm-hmm. saying that you're proud of yourself will take you a long way. I read a post that said, you know, instead of telling your children I'm so proud of you, you should say, you should feel very proud of yourself. And mm-hmm. that gives them that feeling like they are proud of themselves more so versus they feeling like, you know, you're telling them, I'm so proud of you. And they're feeling like they have to live up to your standard, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's another one that people should work with. I am very, you know, always taking notes on ways I can improve my words, especially raising kids. So. Mm-hmm. And I love that. And you help me a lot in the way I speak to myself and the way I speak. Like, you always correct me when I speak about myself. And I appreciate that. And I want us as a group to start speaking to ourselves. And that was one of the ways, the reason why I wanted Shamika on the show is because speaking to ourselves is so powerful. Start saying more I am statements. I will. I am doing. I am statements. Yeah. Instead of like, and, being and when and, you know, and, instead of yeah. saying when or if like it's gonna when, happen, if take that out your vocabulary and say it's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Meek, as far as your mental health, we gonna do our mental health check in. As far as your mental health, uh, let's see. You know what? My mental health is taking a little role right now. And this, you know, one might say I'm homesick. I am not homesick. I do miss Elsa's. <laughs> I miss cops. I miss the little food that you can't get in other places. That's what I miss about home so far. I miss, you know, being accessible, having my friends accessible, of course. But all in all, um, them probably like top two things I miss about Milwaukee, especially because everybody's been complaining that it's cold there. And hey, no complaints here. Um. Um, I realized that um, these past from like June into probably 
December, I was moving, 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 moving. A lot of big things had happened in my life that I didn't realize that were happening that were putting me in a place. I didn't even realize I was in sort of a sad place, which some life things had happened to me. And so um, I I had to check myself and really um, focus on my mental health um, as of the last two weeks. That um, and that included meditation, leaving my house and going to work out because I needed to start getting back out. Um, and um, going going to do things, um, socializing. Um, but I realized that I had hit some places. Like you know, I just, when I think about it, and I sat down. I'm like, when did this happen? When did I start feeling this way? It was when you know, um, the day July something twenty seventh or something. I was getting ready to go to Hawaii, but I wasn't feeling well. And I already got cleared to go to Hawaii because I have my immunization shots. Um, okay. You know, my, my COVID shot. And mm-hmm. um, couldn't go because I got caught COVID. On the right. same day that they told me I had COVID, my contract ended with my job. That was so. Hard. So not only am I in the house for 10 plus days with COVID, I'm also jobless. When you called me and told me all of that, I'm like, I wanted to just. And I couldn't go to Hawaii. And I couldn't go to Hawaii a lifetime trip. You know, people dream, die dreaming going to Hawaii. That was so. paid for. (laughs) Yes. So sad. So, oh my God. I didn't even, I should have known then that I was like in a place of sadness. But in the same time of being sadness. Um, our our good friend got married like right after my COVID was over, so it's like you gotta have time to be like sad, sad because it's time to celebrate and be happy, and you know, and it's time to celebrate because you know I didn't die, I didn't have breathing problems through my COVID, but I was really sick, but I didn't have that, so it was it really was a time to celebrate. But then the COVID recovery hit me. Because my doctor was like, mm, you never had asthma before, but, you know, I want you to go to COVID recovery. Mm-hmm. Go to COVID recovery. They tell me that I cannot work out. So oh. what? I'm jobless. I remember you I can't work me. out. Like, you called me like, Joss, bitch. I was like, I knew it was big because you don't always, you call me a bitch, but not that with that severity. I was like, what's going on? Yeah, so, you know, Working out is life for me. So to be told that I cannot work out because I might I might um exhaust myself and faint was a really big deal. And I didn't realize it was such a big deal for me because working out has really been my mental my mental sanctuary. So um that took place and then I got God, it worked out in a serious way. I'm always covered. I always tell people that I'm covered. I always stay connected to the source. So I did get a job. You know, got a job. And I didn't start until the end of September. Then we ended up finding a place for um, Georgia. And we moved in November. So everything kind of would happen fast. It all holidays. Yeah. And the holidays happen. So you know how holiday season is. But not realizing that I never 
took time to deal with what I was emotionally going through in okay. that time, that small time frame. So until now, mm-hmm. until about two or three weeks ago. And so now okay. I'm working on so that. That's kind a good of, thing to acknowledge that going through COVID can literally take months to recover from. Right. And it does. And the doctor said, you know, at the time they were saying that without a vaccination, it takes maybe six months to a year to recover. But they didn't have statistics on how long it takes to recover when you're vaccinated. So I didn't even know what to look forward to. Like, dang, how long is it going to take me to recover from COVID and I didn't have nothing in my lungs all my tests came back good I'm a healthy person I was a healthy person and um they wanted me to do physical therapy to work myself back up my endurance uh, don't get back to myself so I didn't realize that I didn't work out for months so I'm getting back you know I'm back in my groove I am meditating every day I am trying waking up every morning speaking positive getting everything so I can get back to myself I love that I love that because I you know me being one of your best friends being a part of that process you were so like you know like you know you didn't like the fact that you couldn't move and do the things that you needed to do and I'm so happy to see that you out here working out and I'm happy that you also took that time to heal Mm because I know you kept saying I want to work out so bad I'm like me just do what they saying uh, you and a million other people <laughs> you wanted to be like I'm about to get up out of here I was like no <laughs> because we don't want you to be hurt even further you know? absolutely absolutely and I'm proud of you for taking that time because I know that working out is a big part of who you are and I'm happy that you can get back to it now and um I wish you so much luck and love on your journey with getting back to who you want to be and your your fitness and you know all that I appreciate that thank you I am look forward to and like you said you're proud of yourself I am proud of me too um for my mental health I will say one of the things that I've been doing is every night I have been doing um some uh, manifestation, um, not manifestations, but I, I have a busy mind. If anybody knows me, I'm a very busy minded person. Shamika knows I will text her 18,000 thoughts and be like, okay, you call me tomorrow when one of these makes sense. (laughs) But I'm like, you're um, all over the place. I, I, um, have found some things on YouTube to take. And for me with my mind issues, for me to take 10 minutes for myself is hard. And I've gotten to the point where I can literally sit here and just be mindful for 10 minutes. And that is so much for me. I stretch my knees during that mindfulness because I have, you know, you wouldn't think it, but my all them years of dropping it are coming back on the player. <laughs> <laughs> I bet, girl. Talking about knees hurting. I I literally they talking about replacing one of them y'all we never thought this was gonna happen but 
them needs, both of them needs probably need to be replaced. My okay, needs been killing killing me. You right, you right. <laughs> my needs been killing me too in these workouts. Well, like, ooh, I know I'm happy. I um I take at least ten to fifteen minutes for mindfulness and for stretching. And to and there was a week where I was literally walking like a big potato, like hobbling. But I don't do that no more because I take the time to stretch my knees at the end of the night. So I admonish every person. I'm going to put a lot in the description box of the um, black healers that I've been working with right now that um, show me how to stretch. And um, they're all on YouTube. I follow a page um, and it's a bunch of black stretchers and healers. And I be up in here crying, listening to them talk and um, but my knees feel amazing. That's what I've been doing for my mental health. Okay. That's really good. I did like a little six minute stretch off of YouTube the other day and I said YouTube is amazing. I love YouTube. Oh my gosh. Um and I realized that I'm gonna start back getting back into my yoga. That's what has been missing too. So mm-hmm. Um, and yoga is a good thing way for me to stretch because I need to be stretched. But I am. Oh, but for self care, I am going on a couples massage next week. Well, it's coming up okay. weekend, so I'm looking I so forward to, to that. Savannah. I will tell you guys about my Savannah trip when I yes. get back. Mom's sixtieth birthday. We're taking surprise pictures. She don't listen to the show. She claims she does. She ain't gonna hear this. But um. <laughs> We have a lot of good things planned for my mother's 60th birthday in Savannah, me and my big brother. I know you listen, Chuck. Love you. And um, I'm excited to show her a good time. You should be. It's like 60 years on earth. What a blessing. And I sound mm-hmm. like it's going to be a very good time. I'm just so excited to surprise her with these pics. Yeah, that's going to be lovely. We but, got her outfit that matches. Not gonna know what's going on. So moving on, thank you for your mental health, Shamika. Thank you for your um helping us understand how to manifest relocating and your relationship and everything. Let's move into our of the week se- um section. This is where we talk about tweets, shows, songs. Um, any tweets or anything that really stood out to you? Anything on social media? Definitely have not been on Twitter. Um, let's see. So many Instagram, anything. Um, so much stuff sticks out to me. Um, uh, I don't even think I want to go with that one. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm gonna go with some positive stuff today. So it's a little lengthy, not too lengthy, but a meme that stood out to me because I always follow a lot of positive stuff in relationships because I'm always, I am, you know, like a sociologist. I love to know and why things are the way they are. So anywho, um, speak positive words into your life every single morning. Think big, think healing, think success, think peace. Think happiness, think growth mindset. Always start the day with positive energy. You deserve it. That's it. 
I love that. That was beautiful. Uh, what about you? Uh, mine was Sakai Wright again. Like she's been everywhere, and um, I think that that's dope that we see a lot of. But um, I also want to talk about black companies that are. Excuse me. Um, oh yes, go go there. Yes, yes. That I know where really, you're going. <laughs> I think about there's a difference between pandering. And there's a difference between honoring um, bath and body work. Bath and body works and kiss my ass. <laughs> uh, watermelon cannot. candle, bitch. Come on now. Wow. Just I wow. feel like I support bath and body works a lot. But you brought a seasonal candle that y'all only sell in the spring out right now and put a fucking dashiki cloth on it. And thought we were supposed to be happy. They didn't need to do it. Right. They could have made a sense that meant the only company I think that honestly understands Black History Month is Target. Yes. Yes. Give Target their flowers. They always they went to the they went to the um drawing board. <laughs> like I was gonna say, they went to the drawing board. And they came back with, we're going to educate ourselves and we're going to put it out there. And I love it. I love Target. I can always count. Like, stop pandering to us. Like, we are, we have the most buying power in the country. If you really put the time into what it takes to get black, black buyers, Bath and Body Works could have got that so right. But they didn't. I agree. We don't want no black fucking watermelon candle. Fuck y'all. No. Nobody asked for that. But I will commend Target for going to the HBCUs and having a contest on who can give us a good shirt design. And all of those shirts, every sale goes to the people that design the shirt. Yes. And they they do it throughout the year, too. So I don't only just see them do it through Black History Month. Where it showcased, I've seen black designers. Yeah, that's how Honeypot uh, took off. Yeah, I've seen black designers' um, stuff get showcased in Target all the time. They took her last year during Black History Month, Honeypot. I love Honeypot products. And she took off. Yes. She sells out in there in Target. So, so I want to, my, my social media or meme of the week is I don't care if y'all calling out uh, Bath and Body Works. They should be called out. Do not give me a watermelon candle with a dashiki on it. Fuck you. I don't, even though the candle smells good, I smoke it. But <laughs> that is not the point. I'm yeah. not going to take your nigger bait. Moving forward. What was your show of the week, Nick? What are you watching? Oh, so many, because you know, of course, I am a TV channel fan. I love TV. But, um, you know, the Olympus is going on right now. I ain't feeling that. But there are three shows that I like to highlight, so please give it to me. Um, (laughs) One is In Just Like That. My girls from Sex in the City are back. You really watching that right now? Girl, they just wrapped the finale. So good. 
I love what they have done with this show. They brought us back some old bitches and they came with it and it came with new friends. They came with the times because when they left us, they left in a different time. And they took a cynical character and made her a lesbian in a sense. Like, what? Come on. And just and just like that, you know. So it <laughs> and then the fashion. Oh my god, Carrie has a time capsule of fashion. I love, 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 love. Um, you got um Charlotte raising her child that you know don't want to be a he or she or she was you know I just want to be rough change their name and everything mm-hmm. uh, and you see Charlie goes through those things so it just and then I feel like they kind of made us feel like they were very old in the beginning of how the show um, starts out and you go you see Carrie go through hip surgery and then by the end it's like I got my girls back. That finale was everything to me. Um, you got Miranda making decisions. You got mm-hmm. Charlotte like, this is who I am and I own this shit. And then you just got Carrie falling in love again. And it's like, oh, so give me you guys that again. haven't seen it, it sounds like, and just like that is a good watch. Yes, 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 yes. So that, that is everything, me. <laughs> I'm sorry. They better catch up. You ain't. <laughs> <Now>. <laughs> Anything else? Um, so the other show is Power. Um, Power finale just finished last night or this morning or whenever you watch it. You know, I watch it right when it drops. Um, Power ended very, very well. Um, we gave 50 Cent his flowers in the beginning of the show. I'm going to give it to him again. He ended that finale very well. And he did not leave us like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? You know, now we got to wait till next season. He left us with a trailer of this, what we can expect to happen in next season. when it, it's going to be good again. So I've got to give it up to Power. i got to give it up to Tariq, a main character in the show. He's the youngest person on there um, doing his thing. Um so power to those people, uh, you know, it's Black History Month. So we're going to give it to that. The uh, <laughs> last show that I have to Come on, bring last up show. <laughs> is This Is Us. Um, it okay. is their final uh, season. Is Jack, Jack finally dead? You know what? I just want Jack to I die. I can't take it no more. This, some of the people in TV chat be so mad at me that I want Jack to die. I just want Jack. No, Jack is not dead. He he's not he's like I don't know who he is he's like uh, the guy that lives on I don't know but um I am going to because there is their final season I'm giving it to Beth and Randall I Beth and Randall have been an epitome in this time of raising black children oh my God it is a fresh a breath air to see two black parents raise their children. And um, gosh, this past week episode was really, really good when Deja b- brings some news to me. You cannot get I'm not that. saying what she does. It is shown on um, you know, previews. Synopsis. <laughs> but Deja gives some information to them and the uh, way they handle it. That is still a synopsis. I don't care. The way they handle it is 
just amazing. Like it, it gives you a uh, modern, <laughs> modern day Claire. Claire Huxtable gives you a modern day Claire. Nobody told you. <laughs> Y'all better catch up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my shows of the week. The first one is the Swindler. Oh, the more than one. Swindler. Listen, if you have not watched a Tinder Swindler on Netflix, I have he not. is swindling bitches all <laughs> over Tinder. And it was Ooh. good. It's a documentary. I love, now I am a documentary lover. I will watch, I watch Murder Mystery Monday on um, YouTube every Monday with Bailey Sarian. Shana, 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 Those that know, no. Anywho, I watch her and I love it. My other show is Abbott Elementary. Yeah, I see a lot of people talking so about that. Proud of Quinta Brunson. She came from he got money to developing the number one show on TV right now. She wow. created this show. Went to ABC with this show. Is the executive producer. She helps direct it. This girl, I am so proud of her. When I saw her on screen the first time, I might be a little sappy, but I cried because I remember he got money. And you go from he got money to having your own TV show? Girl, Mm. yes. Okay. I am here for Abbott Elementary. Yes, I see a lot of people talking about it. I have not so got funny, a man. You should watch it. it. One day. <laughs> One and, day. Um, the dude that played Everybody Hates Chris is on there. Okay. All right. Very good. So let's move into our my favorite part of the show, my music segment. Oh. what you been listening to, babe? Uh, let's see. You know what? I told you that. Can you I really have been... I really haven't been listening to music, but I went back and I was like, you know what? I do listen to music. So, um, play, I'm going to play you two songs, probably 30 seconds of each. There's some old songs, um, but they're both. 15 seconds of each. <laughs> okay. 15 seconds of each. Okay. One is by Beyonce, which is called okay. All Night. And why you listen to All Night? Just give us a little background. I just love that song. She said it was one of her favorite songs, and it's one of my favorite songs by her. Um, It's just about, like, just love. Oh, my God. So it gives you the feels of, like, a real love and relationship. Um, But it's called... Okay. Nick? Shamika? Meek. Okay, so I think we have a little bit of technical difficulties with Shamika right now, guys. So I'm going to play my song of the week, which is Come For Me by um, Alicia Keys. Be in my 